Good morning, good morning, good morning. <laughs> and hello. How are we today? I hope everybody is well. And I hope everybody is looking forward to Thursday. Because it's Thursday today. Oh, Thursday already. Oh, my goodness me. Well, I have found a story for today um it is the second book book two of the wishing chair adventures so it's called the wishing chair again and it starts one peter and molly have been at school they go they've been at boarding school and they are home for the holidays. So chapter one is home for the holidays. <laughs> uh, so here goes. Let's see what happens. Molly and Peter had just arrived home for the holidays. Their schools had broken up on the same day, which was very lucky. And their mother had met them at the train station. They hugged her hard. Oh, mother, it's lovely to see you again. How is everyone? Everyone is fine, said mother. The garden's looking lovely. Your bedrooms are all ready for you. And your playroom at the bottom of the garden is longing for you to go there and play as usual. The two children looked at one another. They had a big secret. One they couldn't possibly mention in their even in their letters to one another at school. How they were longing to talk about it now. Can we just pop down to our playroom first of all? asked Peter when they got home. Oh no, said their mother. You must come upstairs with me. Wash and help me to unpack your things. You will have plenty of time to spend in your playroom during the holidays. The children's secret was in their playroom and they so badly wanted to see it again. They went upstairs and washed and then went down to tea. Can we go to our playroom after we've helped you to unpack? asked Peter. Mother laughed. Oh, very well. Leave me to unpack and go on. I expect you want to see if I've given away any of your things. Well, I haven't. I would never do that without asking you. After tea, Peter spoke to Molly in a low voice. Molly, do you think Binky will be down in our playroom waiting for us with the wishing chair? Oh, I do hope so, said Molly. Oh, Peter, it was dreadful trying to keep our secret all term and never saying anything to anyone. Well, it's such a marvellous secret, it's worth keeping well, said Peter. Do you remember when we first got the wishing chair, Molly? Yes, said Molly. We went to a funny little shop that sold really old things to get something for Mum's birthday. And we saw loads of strange enchanted things there. And then we got frightened and huddled together in an old chair. And we wished we were safe back at home, said Peter. And, hey presto, the chair grew little red wings on its legs and flew out of a window with us and took us back to our playroom. 
Yes, and it wouldn't go back to the shop, even when we commanded it to, said Molly. So we had to keep it, our very own wishing chair. And do you remember how we went off in it again and came to a castle where there was a giant who kept a little servant called Binky, said Peter, and we rescued him and took him home in the wishing chair with us. Oh, that was lovely, said Molly. And after that, Binky lived down in our playroom and looked after the chair for us and told us when it grew its wings so that we could all fly off in it again and have wonderful adventures, said Peter. Then we had to go to school and leave it. But it didn't matter really because Binky took the chair home to his mother's cottage and lived with her and took care of it for us, said Molly. And he said he'd come back as soon as we came home for the holidays and bring the chair with him so that we could go adventuring again, finished Peter. Blimey, if Mum only knew that's the reason we want to get down to the playroom to see if Binky is there and to see the dear old wishing chair again. Peter found the key. Come on, Molly, let's go and see all our toys again. And the wishing chair, said Molly in a whisper. And Binky. They rushed downstairs and out into the garden. It was the end of July and the garden was full of flowers. It was lovely to be home. No more lessons for eight whole weeks. They raced down to the playroom, which was really a big airy shed at the bottom of the garden. Peter slid the key into the lock. Binky, he called, are you here? He unlocked the door. The children went into the playroom and looked around. It was a nice room with a big rug on the floor, shelves for their books and toys, a cot with Molly's old dolls in it, and a large doll's house in the corner. But there was no wishing chair and no Binky the pixie. The children stared around in dismay. He's not here, said Peter. He said he would come today with the chair. I gave him the date and he wrote it down in his notebook. Oh, I hope he's not ill, said Molly. They looked all around the playroom. They set the musical box going and opened the windows. <sighs> they felt so disappointed. They had been looking forward to seeing Binky and to sitting once more in the wishing chair. Suddenly, a little face looked in at the door. Molly gave a shout. Binky, it's you! We were so worried about you. We hoped you'd be here. Both children gave the little pixie a hug. Binky grinned. Well, how could I be here waiting for you if the door was locked and the windows fastened, silly? I may be a pixie, but I can't fly through locked doors. I have missed you. Were you very bored away at school? Oh no, said Peter. Boarding school is simply lovely. We both loved it, but we're really glad to be home again. Binky, where's the wishing chair? asked Molly anxiously. Nothing's happened to it, has it? Have you got it with you? Well, 
I brought it here this morning, said Binky, but when I found the door of the playroom was locked and I couldn't get in, I hid it under the hedge at the bottom of the garden. But you'd be surprised how many people nearly found it. But nobody goes to the bottom of the garden, said Peter. Oh, don't they, said Binky. Well, first of all, the man who comes to do your garden thought he'd cut the hedge there today and I had an awful job dragging the chair from one hiding place to another. Then an old gypsy woman came by and she almost saw it but I barked like a dog and she ran away. The children laughed. Poor old Binky, you must have been glad when we got here at last. Let's go and get it, said Peter. Ah, oh, I can't wait to sit in it again. Has it grown its wings much since we left it with you, Binky? Not once, said Binky. Funny, isn't it? It's just stood in my mother's kitchen like any ordinary chair and never grown even one tiny red wing. I think it was waiting for you to come back. Oh, I hope so, because then it may grow its wings lots of times, said Peter, and we'll go off on lots of adventures. They went to the hedge. There it is, said Molly in excitement. I can see one of its legs sticking out. They dragged out the old chair. Just the same, said Peter in delight. And how well you've kept it, Binky. It's polished so brightly. Ah, that was my mother that did that, said Binky. She said such a wonderful chair should have a wonderful polish. And she was at it every day. Rub, rub, rub. Till the chair groaned. Peter carried the chair back to the playroom. Binky went in front to make sure that nobody was looking. They didn't want any questions asked about why chairs should be hidden in hedges. They set it down in its old place in the playroom. Then they all climbed into it. It's just the same, said Molly, uh, said Peter. We feel a bit more squashed than usual because I think... Molly and I seem to have grown at school. But you haven't grown, Binky. No, I'm fully grown. I won't grow any more, said Binky. Don't you wish the chair would grow its wings and go flapping off somewhere with us just now? Oh, yes, said Molly. Chair, do grow your wings just to please us, even if it's only to take us a little way up into the air and back. But the chair didn't. The children looked anxiously down at its legs to see if the little red buds were forming that sprouted into wings. <sighs> but there was nothing there. It's no good, said Binky. It won't grow its wings just because it's asked. It can be very obstinate, you know. All I hope is that it hasn't forgotten how to grow wings after being still for so long. I shouldn't like the magic to fade away. This was a dreadful thought. The children patted the arms of the chair. Oh, wishing chair, you haven't forgotten how to grow wings, have you? The chair gave a remarkably loud creak, a very long one. Everyone laughed. It's all right, said Binky. 
That's its way of telling us it hasn't forgotten. A creak is the only voice it's got. Their mother came down the garden. Children, your father's home. He wants to see you. All right, called back Peter. He turned to Binky. See you tomorrow, Binky. You can cuddle up on the old sofa as usual with the rug and cushion for the night, if you like. You'll live in our playroom, won't you, as you did before? And tell us when the chair grows its wings. Oh, yes, I shall like to live here again, said Binky. The children ran back to the house. They had a very nice evening telling their parents everything that had happened at school. Then off they went to bed glad to be in their own little rooms again. But they hadn't been asleep very long before Peter began to dream that he was a rat being shaken by a dog. It was a very unpleasant dream and he woke up with a jump. It was Binky shaking him by the arm. Wake up, whispered the pixie. The chair's grown its wings already. They're big, strong ones and they're flapping like anything. If you want an adventure, hurry up. Wow, what a thrill. Peter woke Molly and they pulled on their clothes very quickly and ran down the garden. They heard a loud flapping noise as they reached the playroom shed. It's the chair's wings, shouted or panted Binky. Come on. Let's sit in it before it goes flying off. Wow. So, they're going off on an adventure already. How exciting. So, how about we come back and find out what adventure they go on. Sounds good to me. <laughs> anyway, um, I will go and carry on with my day. You have lovely, lovely fun, whatever you're planning to do today. Have a lovely, lovely happy Thursday. <laughs> and tomorrow it's Friday, the end of the week. But it doesn't seem like the end of the week, does it? Because we've already had a whole week off school and work. So it doesn't seem like it's the weekend, but it's New Year's Eve. Wow, how exciting! So, as I say, whatever you're planning to do today, have fun doing and we will all meet again tomorrow to read another story. Okay, so make sure you take care and make sure above all you stay safe and I will say bye for now and see you all tomorrow.